This is Splice. Nitin's here. Karen's here. Karen into Nitin. Hello. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hey, Nitin. All right. How are we? Let's let's yeah. let's do this. All right, everybody. Welcome to Splice Low Five. It's July second, twenty twenty one. I got the date right this time round. Uh, thanks for joining us today. This is our weekly live audio check in with the Splice community to see what's up. Uh, this is the eleventh time we're doing this, uh, so we're very very happy that that we've been able to keep this one going. As always, our disclaimer: we're we're recording this, and we're going to make this publicly available on the website for for those of uh, of, of you in the community who are not able to join us today. Obviously, we want you to be speaking openly about stuff, but if you want to be taken off the record, just just let us know and we'll, we'll edit you out in post. Um, otherwise, this is going to go on the internet as, as we're recording it right now. Uh, also, put yourself on mute if you're not speaking and remember to unmute yourself when you speak. Uh, this is obviously a conversation, and so we would love to have your questions, so get those ready. Hey, today we're really excited to have the epically cool Brikuti Rai, uh, who's going to be talking to us about her podcast, Boju Bajai, which is structured around two young Nepali women friends chatting about like politics and the issues of the day. I don't speak Nepali. I don't understand it. And I li I've listened to at least four or five episodes, and I absolutely love it. Um, you mentioned Brikuti. We spoke the other day. And you said you were thinking of expanding your offerings. What does that mean to you? Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. And thank you, Rita, for such a great introduction. Thank you for calling me and Boji Boji cool. <laughs> That's how we always try to market ourselves. Anyway, so, uh, so it's been about five years since we started. Uh, initially, we were just, uh, you know, like we would just record on and off. But somehow we started building this community of listeners who were really uh engaged and really cared about what we did so um so now i feel like we're at this point where you know while podcast is still not mainstream in nepal like in a lot of countries i think in in asia uh, so we feel like some of the things that we've been talking about especially around media women's representation around politics uh, through a gender lens i feel like those kind of conversations are just starting to happen in the 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 so-called mainstream press so we feel like uh maybe it's time for us to go where the majority of nepali audience are so whether it's like through text-based articles or shorter videos on youtube something we've tried uh, last year so we just wanted to expand what we already do um j just just trying out different mediums to see um if uh, nepali people are finally ready to take us seriously <laughs> So, okay, so look, if I could pick up on, on that point there. Um, so it sounds like you're moving away or expanding from just being a podcast. Is that is that correct? Are you seeing new opportunities that have come up in other platforms that you feel are, are more appropriate? Yeah, I think so, because uh, podcast is going to be a core product, but we're just trying to see ways we can use the, the, the things we say in the podcast for, for right now. So last year, we just started this mini-series called uh, Boju Boje Bites, which was like, sorry, illustrated uh, short videos around the issues that we talk about. Actually, we used bits from our existing podcast to create this 
um, five part I think uh, video short video to talk about things like let's say you know online violence online trolling or or talking about uh, uh, you know other things around like sexuality and things like that something which we talked on podcast so now because podcast it just seems very inaccessible to a lot of people uh, it's not uh, I, I constantly the only way I get people to subscribe to my podcast is actually I go onto their phone and tell them where to subscribe and actually hit the subscribe button myself which I've done a couple of times um, but but uh, I realize whenever people listen to our podcast they, they really like what we are saying and we just wanted to see if there is a possibility of expanding our reach to eventually get people back to listening to our podcast by you know whether it's through um, short videos or whether it's 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 by uh, putting up like a text-based articles around the content that we create on podcast to just see if that works and gets people back to our core product which is the podcast but you know and you know you you spoke about diversifying the number of platforms but that's your core yeah you know, your core product or your core, it was still a podcast, but it isn't just about, I know you're on Insta, you know, and we'll, we'll ask you about that later, but mm. it isn't just about your distribution, right? What is it that you think it makes Boju Bajai so different? Like, what is it? You guys are talking I... about social stuff. You're talking about politics. You're mm -hmm. talking about, mm -hmm. you know, like society. Why are people listening to I think it's just I don't think we are doing anything special I guess it's just the way uh, <clears throat> Nepali media or mainstream press or whoever has the mic in in the media landscape has always come across as someone very serious not able to laugh at themselves not able to laugh at the things around them and and just basically this whole tone of you know almost um, always uh, feeling superior than the audience or readers uh, telling them like, listen, uh, we know best. We are going to tell you what you should care about. I think that's been sort of the general tone of uh, the mainstream press in Nepal. Even even the ones like you see, you might see folks on YouTube. We have a uh, you know a lot of uh, Nepalese are getting on YouTube, and and there too, I guess I'm I'm quite disappointed actually by even people younger than me who come on YouTube and and uh, and have all these content around the issues you know that might be social or political, but they still sort of almost um, imitate or almost follow the footsteps of people who are doing this on TV or, or radio. So I guess in that sense, um, we are sort of like, I don't, I don't like the word, but, but a lot of editors that I, that I talk to are just, I think, completely shocked by how frank we are. Um, and and, and, and we, we always have a very light tone. We are very good at... Um, ridiculing and mocking male editors on Twitter. Uh, so I guess some of them get our humor and, and they are on board. And uh, and some of them are just like, they are, these, these women are just too, I guess, quote unquote, bold and, and they don't want to engage with us. So I guess it's just, uh, in Nepal, you don't hear a lot of women talking about these things, or a lot of women not being, uh, you know, silly, but also being very critical about issues around them. It's just something that I guess, Nepali women are always, I mean, there are a lot of women like that, but it's just that a lot of them have not had uh, the, the mic to sort of like amplify their voices. And I think that's just what makes us uh, quite different. But that's such a great point you're, you're bringing up. You know, you give somebody a mic or a platform uh, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we, we all start 
something really serious and taking it. And, mm -hmm. and the point is that people in the media take themselves, we, we in the media take ourselves mm -hmm. way too seriously, right? Yeah, and, and in fact, I've had like a uh, almost, and, and maybe that's the reason something that I, because, uh, you know, like while doing podcasts, I was also working in, uh, you know, like a newspaper or, or magazines or doing investigative stories. So, so for me, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the times it was like, I'm still involved in a lot of organizations. And whenever I meet these senior, almost all of them male editors, it's almost they are they're trying to figure out should i talk to brikuti as the journalist that she is which she does all these stories or should i talk to her as this person that she's on boju boju which is not really serious and and sometimes i have a hard time like when i meet people in real life and um it's like i don't know sometimes especially in these uh, you know like uh, media circle it's i feel like uh, i still feel very um, not part of the group because I, they don't really understand where I'm coming from or the kind of things we say. So, so, so that that's still there. So, so I feel like I'm like, you know, sort of like uh, trying to find this space between the two things that I do. I'm very intrigued by by what you have on uh, on Instagram. Uh, you've got over three thousand followers, which is fantastic mm -hmm. to see. Um, what what have you found out about um, your audience on Instagram? What do they expect from you? What do they engage with? What have you learned mm -hmm. from them? So th there are like two, I think a few things. Um, I think as a, as a brand, as a podcast brand, as a media company, I think we are very aware about what our driving agenda is or our values are, which is to talk about, you know, the structural things around, let's say, whether it's gender, or representation, things like that. But in what I find is like a lot of people come to our Instagram page. It's just, it just started because I just started posting pictures of grandmothers everywhere because which I forgot to say in the beginning, Bojo Bojo basically means granny in Nepali. So this was just uh, uh, the story is that I just found this picture of two really old women in one of the most uh, happening tourist places in Kathmandu. They just seemed so out of place. And um, I took a picture and I was pretty sure I wanted to use this as the image of our podcast. And we didn't have a name yet. And my friend was, Itisha was like, hey, why let's not just, let's just call ourselves Boju Boje because that's what the picture is. And somehow people just associated it with us being like grandmas, like, you know, talking about all these things with no filter and things like that, which we did not really associate the name with the content really in the beginning. But I guess... It was just me posting pictures of uh, grandmothers and people just found that very interesting, first of all. So they would just tag us in pictures of grandmothers or when we just share our podcast. But I think people over time have expected us to talk about issues that, uh, you know, anything that, that, that concerns women or, or media or representation. But Instagram is also a platform, especially in Nepal, where we've seen a lot of these pages where uh, there's a lot of... I, which we call like feminism light sort of like you know light feminism sort of content that's circulating around and sometimes I uh, we are very cautious that we don't want people to associate us with being that sort of just just like an Instagram page and not really knowing what our core product is which sometimes is the case on Instagram and we, we do these uh, sort of like quizzes and polls once in a while like like silly things like what do you think Boju Boje is like you know and um, just to see whether people have come here because they've listened to our podcast or because they've come here because we've put a, put a post where we are completely like critical of the media coverage of, let's say, a, a female celebrity. So things like that. So 
in in a way we sort of know what what sort of works on instagram like with our with our like young audience like uh they really like outrage a lot which we sort of like try to cash in on sometimes but we try to stay away from that because then um we just we don't want boju boje to be this this thing that people associate us with which is not the case like um so we want, so so for us it's about building community but also being aware that instagram has become this medium for people to talk about issues which we've done already but in a very you know in a not in a very uh, simplistic way which i feel like you know uh, instagram sometimes you know that can be a a a a pitfall for 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 a lot of these um uh brands and and for for us it's this light medium where we just engage with them and eventually try to take them to podcast where we talk about these issues with more with a lot more you know like trying to uncover like whatever different layers there are to these issues that we're talking about so so that's i don't know if i answered your question but i guess uh people on social media not just on instagram but also on twitter people sort of like associate us with these things i just want to add like one recent thing that happened there was recently a female reporter who who sort of like uh, went on twitter and talked about um you know like the kind of uh she 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 talked about um uh, an editor not being responsive to her email about where she sort of had put forward this uh this thing about about where she had these allegations about uh, uh, you know like um about threats and um uh from a writer who had who had been getting space in that particular newspaper so a few days ago this really sort of blew up on nepali twitter and obviously we were going to say something about it but uh we already had people tagging us saying like where is boje boje why aren't they saying anything about it so so that just uh, we know that can be changing sometimes but that also shows uh the things that people associate us with yeah but i you know listening to you talk i i'm i you know i have to disagree in, with one part of what you're saying very respectfully you are diluting the impact and the importance uh, that you have by saying that you know your feminism like to your you know silly or your you know trivial your i feel like you're trivializing it because i think that the exciting thing uh, about what you're doing is that you're talking about very important issues but not grandstanding you know you're not mm-hmm. talking like a media expert weighing in on the issues of the you're talking like to like we talk like all of us talk yeah. in our in our you know schools and colleges and living yeah. rooms you know and i think yeah. that's what makes you so valuable that people want you to weigh in what is boju bajai yeah. have to say about this you yeah. know no, I sorry didn't, like, i i didn't yeah. sorry i didn't i didn't mean to say that we we come across as feminism light but i guess we just want distinguish ourselves from those kind of pages on instagram or or on social media where for them they don't go beyond instagram but for us we have this uh, other platforms where we're talking in in depth about these issues and and i'm just saying that we are very aware that we don't want to uh, uh certain like, engage in a certain way on instagram like other pages would do which talks about just like you know like very simplistic idea of feminism which uh, which we see and and uh, in 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 a lot of ways uh, we try we try to avoid doing that so that we uh people realize that we are we talk about these issues but we have other ways of talking about these issues so i'm just saying that we we want to or we we really make a very uh you know like a conscious effort to to make sure that 
we go beyond and people who come on instagram are going beyond just our post and and going to our podcast and listening to what we have to say about these issues i think that's amazing yeah. um yeah. listen um i know karen vera has a question jump in karen hi uh i hi, agree karen. with hi i agree with shad you should weigh in on what um and you know i think it's a value but my question is uh you know you had to break through like you were describing on trying something out that's new for the nepalese audience mm -hmm. so the question is a bit uh, more broad uh so what knowing what you know now what you have you found to be harder than you thought and what you what was easier than you were expecting um i think harder would be just trying to because initially we just did this in on and off we didn't have a schedule but once we had like a larger following and people expected us to be regular and consistent i think just trying to do that with just the two of us was i realized we could maybe manage our time a little better or or you know thought you know like the whole production uh, we could have found ways to make our production slightly better because we only got our mics last year so we could have purchased the mic earlier because we had some you know quality issues things like that but what uh i mean i mean so far we've not really come across anything that i would say you know was was a lot was very hard for us in in terms of just developing audience and things like that but maybe if we were a bit more strategic in terms of how we use social media or or even maybe if we had someone on board just to look at social media because that sort of was taking a lot of our time um and and for what was easy was one of the first things that people when when they listen to a couple of our episodes and just i forgot to mention this is that we switch between english and nepali something that we don't see um, in the sort of the more popular mainstream uh, you know media so a lot of these senior well meaning journalists would tell us you know like oh but your audience is nepali you should uh, you should stick to just nepali and if you use both languages in nepal it's quite looked down upon like oh you're not serious or or you know like your grasp of nepali language which is what majority of the people speak and communicate in is is you won't be taken seriously so those kind of things and we did try to do that in one of our episode and it didn't just work because my friend itisha who's who's um you know who's lived um, outside of nepal most of her life um or uh, you know it just didn't come very you know like uh, easily to talk about these issues and also because a lot of the things that we talk about media representation uh, i i i spoke to rishad also earlier about this in nepali we just don't have the vocabulary like uh, uh, to talk about these issues without sounding extremely odd um or extremely preachy so so we went back to doing nepali and english we were like okay whoever will be interested will be interested and we realized that our let's say our listeners who've been with us from 2016 uh, you know like they've never never complained about these issues because there is a large growing population of nepalese online who are in nepal in more urban centers or abroad or even you know even they're not even if they're not the most comfortable talking in english they they go beyond that nepali english you know uh, even if it might not sound very natural to them I, it's the content that i guess they really enjoy like someone like mom she would not talk in nepal in english fluently but she understands and she gets what we are trying to say so so i guess i think that was easy because we thought that would be like a big hindrance for us to reach more audience and something that we are still aware of we know who 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 who, uh, who has access to podcast because it means having a smartphone it means having internet connection it means 
it means sort of like being able to you know like navigate around this uh, you know these apps and 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 doing things like that it's not as easy as just going to youtube and just uh, you know um, so 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 that that uh, that's been our experience i don't know if i answered your question karen you know the, the two language thing is uh, you know very fascinating and there's more mm. there's more curiosity to be had but uh, thank you i think you know it was very it was very uh, enlightening to know what you need to understand when you try out podcasts and what yeah. will be effective yeah thank you and just talking about the two language thing i just realized it quite later on that uh, some of the non nepali people who might be learning nepali i i heard from a couple of people that they are uh, you know like suggested to listen to boju bajaj just so that they know a few things i don't know how effective that's been but that's been something like people listening to our podcast to sort of like uh you know like sort of uh try to improve the nepali a little bit which is a little ironic that we don't speak completely in nepali that's also interesting when when you think about it as a as a new product or a new format um for the future um and and i wanted to to talk about about the future for you um a year from now what do you think uh your products will look like and what do you think a brand is going to be like I think we have already started sort of like you know sort of like making inroads towards that space about so initially it was just the two of us talking about things and we would have guests once in a while but now uh, we really wanted to, we've always wanted to do more in-depth uh, narrative storytelling which we were not able to do initially because of resource constraint or just our own timing schedules uh but we've already started doing that we we sort of started that last year uh we did a march uh march series focusing on these stories it was called uh interrupting spaces where we uh focused very uh focused on stories work with multiple reporters on on sort of like just trying to look at uh, the issues let's say like migration or let's say even like uh preserving indigenous languages to a to a gender lens and those kind of stories are important but we don't really see them happening in mainstream media as a reported piece so those are the kind of things we really want to do and we hope we'll be able to uh, continue doing in a year's time more more ambitious reported stories i guess and um and i guess for us another challenge has been to obviously expand beyond our audience and um i don't know how much my friend itisha agrees on this but what we feel is like uh, people who already and that's i guess the nature of um, you know like uh, a lot of media these days or the content that people consume is that you only go where you feel that um you want to be challenged that you sort of like have these values aligned with the 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 whether it's a newspaper you're reading or whether it's the podcast you're listening uh, it very much aligns to your own values and a lot of people who come to boju boju sort of feel strongly on the issues that we report on so we've never really i don't um, had like a, a, a situation where people have been very critical about our work or challenged us so i guess in the coming you know in the coming months hopefully in a year's time we'll we'll have uh, created uh, a sort of uh, you know like report on issues which and and hopefully reach to an audience beyond the beyond the uh, the the small community of boju boju listeners to see uh, what the larger audience uh, make of it or or if we uh, if we can if they sort of would uh, challenge some of the things that we do or say in terms of maybe not agreeing or 
or maybe maybe telling us that you know there are things that we could do in a more better way it's just like i think one of the things we want to do is like definitely expand our reach and one of the ways because we realize podcast alone is not going to help us so we are sort of planning to see if if we create podcast series and create you know complimentary let's say uh let's say opinion pieces or or written format articles around it or short videos to at least introduce people to what boju bajay does you know um listening to you speak it it, it feels it it feels so affirming because you're talking about how your audience or perhaps audiences um as you might later find out how your audiences are aligning uh to your values and when you find that happening you discover that not only do you have a community uh mm-hmm. that depends on you but you have a mission um yeah. and i think that's a very powerful thing to to just um you know to to happen you designed a lot of it but it appears that you struck a nerve and i think that's really mm. that's really exciting mm. um mm. listen i just want to also open this up uh, to anybody in here who has a question for brikuti please jump in unmute yourselves if you prefer that we ask your question for you feel free to type it in the telegram and we'll do that going once going twice i can ask another question yay hands <laughs> in <laughs> uh so what has you know i'm sure all episodes are are you know good episodes to you but what have you felt was a very successful episode you've done so far that one that has you know the you know the feedback that you you got was very insightful and mm-hmm. it maybe had effects in you know the 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 public around you mm. i think uh, one of the episodes which we did um, last year around this time just to give a little of a little bit of context about nepal's you know like um, uh, social structure is like uh, nepal is nepal is majority hindu country and we have like in india we have um it's uh, it's a very hierarchical society with which is based on caste so so which has been in place for hundreds of years where uh, people were divided into segregated into different groups and you know put in this caste ladder based on what your traditional profession has been and um so last year uh, so we have a lot of caste based discrimination caste based violence in nepal in india uh where people from the you know let's say the oppressed community who who are lowest on the caste ladder or considered lowest on the caste ladder are even denied uh you know you know basic human dignity of of having drinking water from the same public tap as you know like the rest of the other people would in their community or in especially in in villages where they have uh, public taps and things like that so uh, it was uh, around there was a violent case uh, where uh, uh, a young boy from uh, from a dalit community uh, was uh, was supposed to get married to a woman from outside his community um, so so and in in between there was a violence and it ended up killing the lives of five i think six young men most of them dalits so this was something that and we've always talked about caste based discrimination in our through our podcast although not directly 
not making an entire episode about it but we wanted to respond to it so uh, there was a lot of you know and even right now that's what pe- a lot of people are talking about caste based discrimination and a lot of you know nepali especially younger you know nepalese living in urban areas almost say like this doesn't happen so so we wanted to examine what it is like for especially dalit women um, um you know uh, what has their life experiences been so we sort of talked to two dalit women uh, one of them a journalist other a researcher and a, a, a male dalit activist to talk about their lived experiences and what they make of the current discussion that's happening around uh you know caste based discrimination in the country um, we were in the middle of a lockdown so somehow we managed to put together this episode which took us some time and it was our first time where we sort of like uh it was more uh you know like reported more narrative it was not me and itisha were not talking a lot about it it was just uh, dividing it into like almost like three acts where we just sort of like moderated it or 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 sort of like helped the helped in transitions so that was something i guess again was not uh that a lot of nepali uh, audience was used to you know like understanding about this issue in such a uh deep uh deep way that to hearing from those people um hearing from dalits themselves about their lived experiences so that was able to sort of i guess one which was one of our like most listened to episodes where a lot of young people young uh, listeners wrote to us saying like they were not even aware that this was the reality of a of most of the you know uh, dalit community in in the country and and uh, we were uh, besides you know be getting excellent response on social media i guess um, even people let's say you know like people who write these very serious columns about you know life and politics uh, they also like we were you know like mentioned in those those uh, those columns those pieces that you know bojpuri had done this and this was like a uh, like a good episode to sort of explore uh, these kind of issues so i guess that was something that uh, really sort of like has since then encouraged us to uh, do sort of deep dive into into certain issues uh, bringing voices from those communities something which we've been trying to do since then all right so we're coming up to uh, the end of our time here um mm-hmm. bakuti this is this is really amazing you've given us a lot to think about and um mm. you know there you you touch on so many interesting points around uh mm. the the podcasting space in in nepal the caste issues you know the kind of stories mm. that you get into that no one else mm. seems to to care about mm. um this is all really fantastic and i can't wait to to mm. see what what happens and where and where you take the um mm. uh, the podcast going forward i think mm. you're 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 building such a wonderful service out there uh so definitely please do stay in touch thank you i will Um, I don't know if if we just have a little bit time. I was just trying to just trying to talk, can I talk a little bit just about our audience and community, uh, which sort of really gave us an insight into like how our community is or or you know like our engagement with the audience. Just just a quick thing. Sure. Yeah. Go go for it. Yeah. Really quick. So 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 for us, like we 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 sort of went on Patreon two years ago. So we have about like twenty six, twenty seven patrons. That was, which was quite, which has been really encouraging. But for us, something that we want to really do in the future is sort of like subscriptions have not really taken off in Nepal. Subscription model, some of them have tried. So instead of going that route, we really want to also experiment with like live events, which was our plan. But then you know, like pandemic and. Um, but but in 2019 we sort of tried our first live event 
and uh, it was a paid event and again this is something very new in nepal people do not uh, we don't have the culture of paying artists or paying for people's time you know so we really wanted to set ourselves uh, you know like we don't want to be one of one of those kind of organizers of events where we just talk about things and just ask people to come in we actually put a put a ticket price so our idea was let's see whether or not people are actually be interested to pay to come and listen to us or watch us so we we priced our ticket like they would price like a movie ticket so so that was to just to just test the waters and somehow like we were sold out we actually booked a small venue and we realized a lot of people were standing so so that was something which we hope we can do in the future in sort of like exploring uh, you know like uh, the ways to to generate revenues and i think live event space is something that <clears throat> has not really taken off like the way uh, it could and and also see if that could be something that through which we could you know also make some revenue so so that was just something i wanted to add fantastic every single media startup in this space today is multi-formatted and i you know mm -hmm. and i definitely love the fact that you're you're experimenting with different formats and and to find new ways of engaging with uh, with the community um, thank you again so much for your time. Uh, just wanted to also, you know, acknowledge um, uh, all the wonderful people who have taken their their Friday mornings to to join us here mm. today. Uh, this is something we're, that we do every Friday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Singapore time. So come come hang out with us. Please come hang out with us. Thank you, Brikuti. Uh, that was amazing. Let's keep talking. You know, I'm going to keep sure, nagging sure. you about getting a website, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, we I've are, been we nagging are, we are you in for... the process. We are. We are. Okay. I, I know I've been nagging Brigutti about this for roughly two years. I'm looking at our email from 13th of June 2019. But hey, listen, you, you yeah. don't seem to need any help. Your audience finds you, and this is wonderful. Thank you, everybody, Thank for you coming. So this was Thank awesome. You. Hi, Gurman. I said Gurman there. Hi, <laughs> Hi Brigutti. <Okay. laughs> <laughs> okay, nice to nice welcome to Gurman. Friends. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next one as well, hopefully. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Bye. Thank you guys. Have a great Have weekend, a nice everyone. Weekend. Bye. 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 This is Splice.